This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms for women entrepreneurs to be seen and heard. This platform is for women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. These are the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they want to build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast. And I am thrilled and excited to bring to you today, Melissa Histon from Got Your Back Sister. Melissa, please tell us about your business and tell us where you are. Okay, so to start off with, I'll tell you where I am because I don't generally do like Zooms on podcasts just sitting in the in the darkness in the middle of nowhere. I'm actually camping right now, and look, got my little Halloween candle. Yes. So I'm doing this by doing this uh, lovely podcast and Zoom by candlelight um, at Byron Bay. Oh, amazing! Byron Bay in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Your business. Yeah. So, so I got you back, sister. We're a charity um, based out of Newcastle in New South Wales, Australia, and we empower women to thrive, to rebuild, to rebuild their lives after they've fled a violent relationship. Yeah. I've got so many questions for you, and your chapter is such a roller coaster ride to read. But um, well, what I what I've known about you for years that you did this trip to Nepal. I didn't realize until a few years later you'd done that trip straight after your recovery from breast cancer. So what made you want to go and do such a big trip after recovery? Well, do you know what? Going through the breast cancer, it really was um, a time of self-reflection, really. I I was being treated, you know, with surgery, chemotherapy and radiation treatment for 12 months. And and it was a time of self-reflection and really thinking about how my life had been to that stage. I was 35 and how I wanted to live out the rest of my life. And I was in a workshop one day and we were doing vision boarding and and I thought about, I was doing photography at the time. And I was like, do you know what? I I want to do something with impact mm-hmm. and I want to do it overseas because I love travel and I love, you know, um, going to new places and meeting new people. So I was like, I'd love to go do a project in a third world country to help, um, you know, a nonprofit over there. And it literally happened, I think, within, within a year or two. Um, that actually came to be. It was crazy. And, yeah. and it changed my life forever. And in changing your life and you coming back and making these bigger decisions for yourself and your business, um, you said in the chapter that you're not an activist or a lobbyist. So what Mm -hmm. made you want to make this difference in the lives of women escaping domestic violence? Was that a result of Nepal? Yeah, look, so while we were in Nepal, there was myself um, and there was um, there were four of us um, from Newcastle who'd gone over there to make a documentary about the sex trafficking of women and Nepali women and children. Uh, and then we were traveling around with uh, the non-profit Three Angels Nepal. Um, and we spent two weeks traveling rural and remote villages um, on the border between Nepal and India and just hearing the most horrendous stories of abuse um, from women and, and girls who had been trafficked and subject to the most horrendous treatment, you know, being drugged, tortured, raped, um, you know, put in cages, thrown into brothels. And each of these um, women or girls had managed to escape and make their way back to Nepal and were being rehabilitated and helped by Three Angels Nepal. 
but hearing their stories you know day after day for two weeks straight when I came back to Australia I really had that sense of it was almost like a divine guidance thing it's like do you know what I how do I come back to my amazing life and and forget about all like you know and not do anything I really felt compelled I felt like I had to do something yeah like I'd never have before because I've probably never been an alpha female or or somebody who has been on the picket lines or an activist or anything but I I had that sense I thought I'd done the vision board it had come true I went over there I heard all these stories how could I come back and just go back to this lovely life and not actually do anything to help women in need so that was the the big catalyst for me and I think the the wonderful thing in all of that is that when we realize that we're not activists or lobbyists but we care and when you've got a passion and you care enough to do something you've taken that to such an amazing heady heights of what you've achieved and what you've and the change in um in attitude especially in your local area and wider afield I think so got your back sister has changed and grown over the years what are you most proud of um so yeah we're six we're coming up to six years old um it's grown so much and changed so much you know from just me waking at home gathering donations and 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 handing out furniture and household items now we we hold a whole gamut of programs and have a whole team um and what am i most proud of to be honest two things i'm going to say there's two things one is the women that we've been able to help because there's nothing better than when you see a woman who has experienced trauma and abuse probably all her life and she thinks that that's all her life amounts to and to see her almost see the light and go no there's more for me and I can have a good and happy life and I just need a bit of help and guidance to make that happen Mm -hmm. that's one that's the women that we help that's number one and number two is um, the community because one thing I've learned is that people actually generally want to they care and they want to help but they don't always know how to or where how to start and so I've learned that it's like we just need to lead the way and people will come and join in because they want to make a difference as well they just have maybe have never known how to. That's incredible. And the community that you've gathered around and not just the community of people that help you, the wider community, the press that are behind you, I think the rugby teams behind you um, in, in making changes and being able to have these conversations that weren't being had before. And you've achieved so much in what is a short amount of time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? But it has been because of community, to be honest. Mm. It really has been because of the beautiful organisations, the individuals, the volunteers. And do you know what? This is the saddest thing is that I've realised that domestic violence, domestic abuse impacts more people than we know. They just don't talk about it. Mm. They don't want to talk. It's like the shame and the guilt around domestic abuse um, that, you know, I say, abuse thrives in silence Mm. you know perpetrators don't want people to talk about it because they they don't want people to know what's going on Mm. so we need to talk about it and so every year we do community campaigns to speak out against domestic violence and so many people get on board because they've been impacted whether it's themselves their mother their grandmother their sister their best friend their brother 
mm-hmm. you know, their son. Um, because it, it, domestic violence impacts men as well. It's just that we focus on women. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's the, that's the sad thing is that it impacts more people than we realise, but it compels people to get on board and help. Oh, you've done such a great job. Um, if there was one lesson that you'd want every entrepreneur to know, what would it be? Okay, so absolutely for, I would want every entrepreneur to know this. One thing I've learned is that it's actually can be a really lonely journey. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that it can be a really lonely journey. And sometimes I feel quite lonely heading up an organization Um but I've learned that's why it's so important that you have to have the right people around you. You absolutely do. Um, that's key. If you have the right people around you um, to give you great advice, to challenge you, you don't necessarily want yes people, you want people to challenge you, but people who know more. That's one thing Richard Branson taught me. I, I went to his island a few years ago and did his leadership program. And he's like, I always employ, I always employ people who know more than I do. You know, so that's, I, I go, that's really key. You have to have good people around you because it can be quite lonely, yeah. the entrepreneur's journey. Absolutely. And coming back to the, your level of community as well, have, you can have a thousand people around yeah. you, but still feel lonely in your business. And it is having those people that, as you said, challenge you, but have your back, which is oh. what we talk about all the time. You know what? Absolutely. That is the biggest thing is like having people who have your back. And I remember years ago, I went to um, Dr. Phil, came to Australia, to Sydney, and um, he did Dr. Phil, the arena concert, (laughs) which was Dr. Phil standing in the middle of a stage in Acer Arena for like two or three hours. And I remember that he talked right at the end of that that show, he talked about um, what are the key things that, make people successful and he said why i always remember this he goes one of the things was you have to have people around you who genuinely Mm. want to see you do well yes who genuinely want to see you do well you know and and those people are few and far between sometimes but when you find those people that have your back and they genuinely genuinely want to see you do well you hold on to those people and you love them and you thank them and you keep them around that's a really good lesson for anybody to take away as well that to find yeah. people um what's your favorite piece of business software facebook <laughs> yeah and that that is because do you know what so um for, for Got Your Back Sister, social media has been key in terms of engaging community. Mm-hmm. Um, so social media, I've just been the last probably 18 months getting savvy with Instagram. I'm not great at it, but certainly Facebook has been such a great way to connect and get people to join our community, to communicate our campaigns, what we're doing. Um, love them or hate them, they've been an integral part of, of growing Got Your Back Sister. Yeah. Crikey, thank you so much for being a part of the Shine Your Crazy Daisy book volume three and to be on the podcast. I can't wait to see what you do next, Mel. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And before you go, Trudy, I totally need to photograph this moment, if that's okay, of when I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm sorry, people are texting me. I need a photograph of this moment right now with my Halloween candle, my gin and tonic, and Trudy. I love this. (laughs) Great on audio. Amazing. Thank you, Mel. Thank you for listening. 
If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership for knowledge, accountability, networking, co-working and support. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website, thedaisychaingroup.com.